I had an idea for this investment. Like this was this was gonna be our first property that when our kids were 15 years old, we could drive them right by it and say, we still own that house. And yes, we lived in that, uh, that house for a year to two years, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And like, you can do anything you want to do to put your mind towards it. Welcome to Give It Gas, the show where we talk about business and personal finances, economics, what's going on out there in the industry, all that good stuff. So welcome. Glad you're here. My name is Travis. And I'm Dylan. Got Dylan here. And uh, we're just going to jump right in. Um, We're still learning what we're doing. This is podcast 15 for us, if you're just jumping in. So we're still trying to get our wheels, what we like doing, what we don't like doing. So definitely hit us up. Let us know what you thought. But uh I'm putting my house on the market, man. That's the news for the day. And uh, that is a big deal. Everyone's like, okay, and everyone's putting their house on the market right now. What's the point? Yeah. (laughs) What makes makes this podcast worthy? (laughs) It's it's a seller's market right now. Everyone's putting their house on the market and buying stuff. I know. So, backstory. November of... We're in 2021, November of 2019. I find this house and not the best of neighborhoods at all. Uh, it's not a bad neighborhood, like super bad. It's just not the best of neighborhoods, um, but it's right by this lake. It's like, a, you've been to the house. It's a half mm-hmm. mile by this lake. And in all honesty, we've talked about this on a few of our other, um, no, one of our other YouTube videos. We do stuff outside of this podcast shameless plug go check out our youtube channel if you're not already on it we are actually working on dylan's motorcycle in the garage of this place so find this place it's 900 square feet (laughs) a half mile from the lake the square footage isn't an issue like our grandparents and great-grandparents they raised 12 kids in a one-bedroom house with an outhouse and no bath. I don't know if you've ever heard those stories. But oh, yeah. No, my grandma I, did. I like, my dad's side's from um, the hills of Tennessee, mm-hmm. right? So that is all that stuff. So it wasn't the square footage that was, like, a big issue at all. It's just my wife and I and two dogs um, and the lake and everything. And this house was on the market for, like, $87,000, which is nothing mm-hmm. at all. And I went to my wife and I'm like, Megan. <laughs> we have to buy this house. And she looked at it and she's like, no, never going to happen <laughs> at all. Um, I was like, okay, I just have to figure out how to convince her. So I, uh, I had some buddies that were in town like a few days later and I took them down to the house. I'm like, what do you guys think? Let's go look at the house. Let's go look at the surrounding area. And one of my buddies was like, this is just like living in the rural country. Because um, for you guys that don't know, the stores down in Ocala, um, Dylan lives up in Gainesville. We were living up in Gainesville at the time. This is right between Ocala and Gainesville. Ocala is kind of known known for its horse country, but it's really turned into a lot of suburbia. And like, I'm going to call it Ocala proper. And then Gainesville's pretty suburbia too, around the college and stuff until you start spreading. So Mm -hmm. you start spreading from either region, it starts becoming more country. And I'm like, yeah, I live out in that country. You live out in the country. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm like, Harold, that is a great reasoning excuse that's what we're going to tell her listen everyone around it's just like living in the country there are a lot of trailers a lot of rundown houses things like that but i grew up around that so for me personally it's like it wasn't a big deal for the investment side of it Mm -hmm. and the whole point was 
you could buy a house for $87,000. The mortgage on that house is like 500 bucks. Right, 550 is actually what like what it comes down to with a zero down payment. Uh, not a zero down payment. We're ooh, I think we came in with five percent. Um, I like throwing numbers out there so people can kind of know what they're battling or they're going to be looking at. So we the goal was to come in with as little money down as possible. That way we had a lot of money to renovate whatever we needed to renovate. And um, so I went back to Megan. I said, listen, give it another chance. Go look at it again. Let's go look at the lake, you know. And then there was actually a really nice community only like a mile away. Uh, and it has a nice restaurant that's right on the lake. And we went to that restaurant. We sat there outside, looked over the lake, had a nice, nice dinner. And she said, okay, I can do this. It's like, I can get used to this. I can do this. This is okay. Um, so we pulled the trigger on it. We bought the house. And we bought this house for the sole intention of... I really want to live the life of like once I acquire a property, I don't let it go until I'm ready to retire for the most part and just liquidate it all and call it a day. I want it to all be rental properties. So we bought this house with the intention of it would actually be either a long-term rental or our hopes was going to be a short-term rental right by the lake. It's one of the biggest bass lakes in North Central Florida that everyone travels to. Um, We have multiple boats that come up and down our street every single day. And then the World Equestrian Center is 15 minutes away and people are always looking for that we have a few customers that come in here that airbnb out their houses and that equestrian center just opened up six months ago and some people are booked for like the next My year and God. a half was it really six months ago i think so Time holy flies. crap yeah because we went to it yeah we right? went to it before yeah. it even opened when yeah. they were doing a ceremony it was event. definitely before christmas it was in the fall wasn't it it was like right before christmas i think yeah. it was it was either late November, early December. Right. So, yeah. yeah, so six months ago. But I have customers that are rent Airbnb out their places for people that are coming for these horse shows. So the World Equestrian Center, they're trying to be like the number one place for all kinds of different horse shows. Beautiful place. But there's people booked up for the next year and a half and like people booking at months at a time. So I'm like, no brainer. This is going to be absolutely great. So we get in the house. Yeah. We've only been in the house for a year. But there's been things that have happened in the neighborhood. And it's not like shootings that are happening and things like that. It's just disturbances that are happening that make both Megan and I feel uncomfortable in our tolerances of what we thought we could handle. We've learned we can't handle. (laughs) Um, um, So Megan hits me up on Thursday of last week when I was traveling out of town, I was doing that huge stint mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm done. Enough is enough. This house has to go. And at first I struggled because I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we had at least six more months to a year. Like we're right in the middle of this. Our goal is to rent it out. If we rented it, we could rent that place out for a thousand dollars a month. If we held on to that place for the next, essentially six years from now, it would be paid off completely. And then anything after that for as long as we held on to minus any like major expenses, which it's a 900 square foot house. The most major expense would be a roof. And that was already done like three years ago. Mm-hmm. You got a well for three grand. You got an AC unit for five grand. Like unless that thing falls into a sinkhole, it would just be a cash producing property. The taxes are cheap. Everything's, it would just be a cash producing property for the next 10 or 15 years. We could see a yeah. hundred, 200 grand out of that house. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, no, I'm done. And I'm like, she's like, we need to sell it. We need to wipe our hands of this property and never look back. And I said, okay, 
So that's what we're doing. We're putting the house on the market. And for those of you listening going, okay, Travis, what's the whole point of this whole thing? The whole point of this whole thing is sometimes investments aren't going to go the way you want them to go. I had an idea for this investment. Like this was this was going to be our first property that when our kids were 15 years old, we could drive them right by it and say we still own that house and yes, we lived in that uh, that house for a year to 2 years or whatever it was mm-hmm. and like you can do anything you want to do to put your mind towards it. Yeah. Um and all that to say, we got very lucky still. For those of you listening that you're listening down the road, it is early April in 2021 and the market couldn't be more through the roof. Mm -hmm. So according to the realtor, I think he's crazy, but according to the realtor, we'll be able to like get near 80% return. Yeah. It's like Um, you're almost doubling what you spent on it. And in all honesty, we're actually like 4Xing, 5Xing what we spent on it because remember, we only went in with our cash down and then whatever we put into it, which is about, we're probably like seven, eight grand into it. All said and done. Um, and he wants to put it on the market for 149. I don't think he's going to get 149, but he's pulled his comps. He thinks he can do it. Um, even if we come a little bit less than that, that's that is a good deal. And I should be focusing on that, but my mind is focusing on the what ifs, the what could be's, and that happens in business and that happens in daily life all the time, right? It's mm-hmm. just like. You have this job, let's go on the personal side, maybe you have a job waving at you in the face of like a really good salary, but you know it's going to take you out of town. Yeah. And you're like, is that worth it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was that a part of my dreams? Or like you had a job that was real. I know somebody, they had a job. It was really, really great. The pay was great and everything. And they walked in and on Friday they got fired. Right? And like crap happens. Yeah right? Things don't go as planned. And I don't really want this to be a crap happens episode. Crap does happen. But I want this to be an episode of like telling you sometimes things don't always plan out. So take your gains or take your losses. Be okay with it and move on. You don't always have to fight it out till the end. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see that in business. Like you're going to start your business thinking it's going to be one thing and it's going to morph into something two years from now or it's going to morph into nothing two years from now. And I know plenty of people that were hanging on to something that was already dead and just spending more money and spending more money and just like in the hopes that it would work out. And really they were just running themselves more into the red and running their family more into the red and all that on these dreams. And I'd like to say that like, if you work hard enough, it's always going to work out. Or like, if you do all these right things, it's always going to work out. But that's not true, man. No. You know, you can do all the right things and it's still not work out. So the best people are the ones that figure out when to step away. Don't hold on to anything. I, I knew a guy when I was in the car world back in Tampa, everything was always for sale all the time. Mm-hmm. He had beautiful, like a beautiful home. And he had just finished up renovating it. And he just started putting out feelers out there. Hey, it's on the market. All of his cars, everything. Everything was always for sale all the time. And he told me, he's like, Travis, never get attached to anything, ever. Something should, like, it should all always be for sale. Because he's like, the moment you get attached is the moment you'll start making wrong decisions. It needs to be financial decisions. Now, with that said, this house was kind of an emotional decision on the sense of having to sell it. But... Happy wife, happy life. And in, in all honesty, I like 
I truly understand her reasoning for wanting to do what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. There's been moments where I'm not comfortable in that house yeah. when, when things have happened. So I am in no reason blaming this on my wife yeah. at all. Like I 100% the reasoning of what she's doing. And she's had a battle too because like her whole goal is to never sell anything as well. Like her and I are on the exact same business mindset page of what we want in our lives. And her whole goal is the exact same thing of like, we don't want to let any properties go. We always want to just buy, hold, and rent the best we can. But what we're framing ourselves on this one is like, okay, well, this one was the buy and flip, <laughs> you know, and trying this, to find that this optimism. This one gets you started. Right. This one was the flip, and it's not always going to go as planned. Mm-hmm. Um, but hang in there and just keep working at it. And that's what I have for the day. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where personal experiences that people can hear of like things not always going as planned like everything else is firing on all cylinders between military like mill out and shalo tech right now we are running full force and i'm like everything's moving and then megan hits me with it and i'm like no that's not to the plan <laughs> but sometimes you got to change plans yeah, right? you got to make adjustments you got to make adjustments and keep running because who knows what could have happened and she brought up a really good point she's like okay it was this now but what's it going to be next time mm-hmm. yeah and that's true yeah so i can i can understand it so that's my point for the day so if you're looking at the stock market right now you know bitcoin was up but bitcoin was down i was reading something on it yesterday of like everyone's really relishing on the factor right now of like what if you were in in 2011 well somebody brought up a really good point like not everyone's tolerance risk tolerances were good like there would have been people that pulled out a hundred bucks, thousand bucks, 10,000 bucks, because that would have been as much money as they probably ever seen in their lives on one investment. And like, so just, you know, do your, do your (laughs) thing, but don't be afraid to cut the cord and walk away because you may end up doing more damage at the end. Mm -hmm. With, um, with this happening, what's it like for you trying to find a new house now, though? Holy. Okay. So <laughs> good question. Um, because it's a seller's market, we're going to knock it out of the park with our house. Right. And again, I don't think the 149, but we'll revisit that topic once he actually gets it <laughs> sold. Um, Megan doesn't always like talking about finances, but I don't mind talking about it on the form of the investment side of things, right? And what were we doing on investment stuff? There's some things I will keep personal all the time. Mm -hmm. um, But when I'm looking at things as investments and businesses, I don't mind talking about those numbers because that's what people want to know and learn from, right? If you're not giving up that, you're not really teaching. So um, we're doing great on that. But because it's a seller's market, we can't find anything. And when we do, it's on the market for like a day. Um, so we'll see, we may have to do a short term rental for a few months, which is difficult because for you guys just learning about me, um, Megan and I like space and land, um, and our ultimate goal is to have 10 plus acres to put some horses on things like that. So Mm -hmm. we have just at an acre right now, my wife has some chickens and she really doesn't want to let those chickens go. <laughs> now, we do have places that we could rehome those chickens too, so it's not like we're just going to kick them to the curb, put them out in a the pasture, and tell them, good luck, mm-hmm. which sometimes I've thought about in the past. Just go on your merry way, chickens. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> live your dream life. So uh, it's going to be hard if we have to find a short-term rental. It's also going to be hard because um, 
we are trying to only do, I'm doing so much on the business side of things and using my credit and stuff on the business side of things Mm -hmm. that we're only trying to use Megan's salary and Megan's credit on the next house. Right. So what that does is that really shrinks what we can afford. A big time. But it's really good. I told Megan, I was like, look at the optimistic side of things. It's forcing our hand ultimately because our goal is a few years from now to be on that land and be on that space. So if we overbought now, especially in a market that is everyone knows is high, like everyone buying, everyone knows, selling, every realtor, everyone knows that this market should not be this high. And at some point, it's going to reel itself back in. Mm-hmm. And we've p- talked about that on the previous podcast. All it's going to take is for interest rates to start going back up, the Fed to go, okay, now it's time to start raising them again. The markets, it's not going to, I don't know if we're ever going to see an 08 collapse because they're really ha- more hardcore about um, their lending ways of doing things now. Um, but the market's going to reel itself back in. So we know we're going to take a dip in whatever we buy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told her, I'm like, look at the opt- like the positive side of things. It's literally forcing our hand to not buy on such a high margin. That way, when we do take that loss, only it's like, hopefully it's a, a 20%, 30%. And it's not coming off of like a 40% because we bought way too high. And then ultimately the goal is the next house we buy is going to turn into a rental and more of like a neighborhood, suburbia style neighborhood, all that. So who knows, man? I mean, the (laughs) ultimate goal is to find a place as soon as ours goes under contract and um, double close, but we'll see. So no, (laughs) yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I've got today. It was like fresh on my mind, and I'm like, oh wait, that's a good like lesson yeah. of like, hey, things aren't always gonna go the way that you literally envisioned them, and honestly, it would have like we could have moved out of that house and just started renting it and went and either rented or bought something for the next year or two and still held on to that house, but Megan's like, I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. I want to just cut that cord. So I'm looking down the road at going, well, we're giving up probably $200,000 in revenue of mm-hmm. cash flow coming in over the next 10 to 20 years. But who knows? Maybe she's saving us from something that I'm not seeing on your blind side. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't play football, but you played football and the blind side was important, right? So oh, definitely. maybe maybe she's some, seeing something that I don't. And maybe that person that comes up and tells you, like on your business or whatever, like, hey, you should look at this. Hey, maybe you should think about stepping back. Now, I'm not talking about your family that doubts like your work ethic. We've talked about that before. But if somebody's bringing advice, it doesn't hurt to just like think about it once or twice and not just shut it down immediately and see if somebody sees something on your blind side that you don't see. Yeah. That, you know, maybe they're saving you something from something way down the road that you didn't catch. So that's what I got today. Thanks, guys. Yeah. For letting me hang out and talk. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's a good one. The next few, we're going to get super technical with some things. Not mm-hmm. so like broad. We're going to, um, I think we're going to dive into like what some of the best website platforms that I've used are. Um, some payment gateways, things like that. So the next few are going to get super technical. Um, but I've been traveling so much that it's been hard to, when I bring the technical stuff, I want to bring it prepared. Yeah, I think that's fair yeah. to everyone listening. And I've been traveling so much, I haven't been able to prepare as well as I've wanted. So I've gotten a little bit more macro, a little bit more broad ideas, but hopefully you're still learning something. Um, if we need to change something, let us know. We're, again, we're only 15 in. We're trying to figure ourselves out. Um, I can't wait to be like 100 in. 
because then we can look back and say, well, at least we did it. Right? Yeah, exactly. We're putting in the reps. Like <laughs> Dylan and I, I think neither one of us really wanted to do this today. It, one of those, like, it was, it, it's busy around here, yeah, you know, and we're oh like, gosh. we're running our legs off. So like you walk in in the morning and we don't have our new podcast space set up yet. So we can't really get the energy going in the middle of the day and then just roll into the podcast space and roll. We have to do this before the store opens because we're using the store space to do it because mm-hmm. it's nice and quiet, which means always early mornings, not everything's triggering yet. So this also just goes into the phrase. Sometimes you just got to do the work that you don't want to do. Got to do what you got to do, man. Got to do what you got to do, people. <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Um, so we're putting in the reps, but we do want to get better. We want to keep doing this. So we want a reason to keep doing this. So like, let us know if this is actually valuable at all to you. And if it's not, but you still like our faces and you're watching on YouTube or you like my nice radio voice (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you want to hear something different or if you want to hear about a particular topic, I'm just trying to brainstorm topics that are off the top of my head. I'm like, oh, I I needed to know this. But like if you're actually going through something right now and you need advice, hit us up. That'd be I I need topic ideas that will really help. I can't wait for the day that people just start funneling us like, hey, can you speak on this? Hey, can you find someone to speak on this? All that. So And then um, I'm going to talk to Brian, our ad guy, next week. And then I hope to get him on the show by the end of the month or maybe May when we get our new podcast space opened yeah, up. Maybe wait May. till then, bring him in. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be pretty cool. So This this new pod- podcast space is going to be legit. That's like that's all you're going to do. I told perfect. Travis, like, I'm literally just going to build everything from scratch, except for like a few aesthetic things. But like majority of the space is going to be built from scratch yeah i'm going to bring the tools and all the materials in. you're super it's excited be great. about that we'll vlog about it too yeah. which if you guys are listening on podcasts we also have a youtube channel just give it gas right uh-huh yeah uh, i wasn't sure if it was give it gas official or just give it gas no it's just give, just it, give gas. it gas there yeah. was somebody else that has a give it gas channel too but we're going to start beating them in the search and we already have yeah okay <laughs> cool so find us on give it gas we do a lot of things outside of this podcast too we have like our fun after hours stuff but also we do some business stuff i walked through um and that one will be coming next week i think coming in next week maybe we're not sure yet but we'll we did a, we did a walkthrough of um a few other places as we're looking for more retail space so and I speak about what I'm looking at when I'm looking in retail mm-hmm. space. So if you're looking to try to find other things, I don't think that'll be next week. I think it'll be the week after because okay. next week, uh, well, you guys don't have to see. But you'll have to see. You'll have to. Look Travis at the... is going to look at some things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I kind of have the time. We'll work in the time. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, check it out. If you are watching on YouTube channels or YouTube channels, if you're watching on YouTube channels. If you're watching on YouTube, we have. A podcast as well, obviously, because we have that little jerry-rigged podcast setup where we're talking into yep. mics. Um, so go uh, go listen to us on podcasts if you're ever in the cars, right? Yeah, we're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so you can listen to uh, audio only for just those on those platforms. And then feel free, if you're listening on those platforms, to check us out on YouTube, see the video of us Sitting here, like Travis said, in our janky little setup. In our janky little <laughs> setup. But we're doing the work. We are. We're putting no in the work. No one can say we're not putting in the work. No. We're not trying to figure no. this out. So thanks, guys. We appreciate you. We really do. Like, there, there's not many listeners at the moment because we're newer, but there are listeners, and we see you because we track the data. So we really appreciate you. Please say hi. That's yeah. it. Please say hi. Yeah. Because um, we love to say hi back and just say thank you because mm-hmm. we really do. You could be listening to anything or watching any content 
and you're watching us, which means a lot. It really yeah. does. Every single person, it means a lot. So thanks, guys, and we will see you on Monday. Yeah. No, this one's Monday. We'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. See, see ya. ya.